Hello and welcome to The Witch Source. I'm Whitney. And I'm Pam. And today we are working on some heart chakra magic and healing because that's what it's really all about. Healing. True. And the heart is one of the most important chakras to take very special care of. It deals with so many things. Um, mm-hmm. And this chakra, you know, is the heart, the lower lungs, the thoracic spine, the lymphatic system. And so it affects quite a bit of things. And I have to say, when I started researching the heart chakra, my heart broke. Because I was the reality of, that's me, that's what I'm facing, now I have to heal this. Right. And if you've ever had a broken heart, you need to heal it. Yeah. Oh, for sure, definitely. Because, phew, it's amazing. And they all, and the heart really affects all of the chakras because if you think you have a miscarriage okay well that's your sacral sacral mm-hmm. well then your heart's broken because of that right so you've done hit those two hardcore or right well i really think that yes every your heart chakra can affect everything else but i think a lot of that comes from just your emotions, because mm-hmm. even though your emotions are felt in the sacral, I feel like they come in through the heart. Absolutely. And yeah. then they get processed and pushed down. So it would make sense that, yes, that would affect all of them. But at the same time, you know, we, we, oh, it is of my opinion anyway, that we are all of love and light. And at the end of the day, it comes down to love source energy. And that is all generated or stored and and empowered in your heart center. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can pull in more light through your crown chakra and run it through your body. But the strongest healing energy that there is, is that self-love that you create within your heart. And it can help heal not just a broken heart, not just your emotions, not just your past, but physically that self-love can help to feel heal physically because as you're going through and you're healing all those different areas of your life related to all the different chakras, that love energy that you pulsate through your body from that heart center is what brings on the physical healing and it's of yourself yes you gotta this is one thing i had to realize you have to love yourself Mm -hmm. unconditionally yes unbiased before you can say to someone i love you unconditionally right i love you unbiased right because if you don't love yourself how can anybody else love you right and that's a hard oh it is it's very hard to love yourself it's very very hard and you know, I've I've struggled with that. You know, with, you know, I feel like we've been doing a lot of healing work, and I know even in the last year, I've been doing some hardcore 
healing work. And, um, yeah, there's been plenty of times where, you know, self-love was a real issue and it came up of, you know, and what ultimately was the thing that helped me the most was to really sit down and ask myself, why don't you love yourself? What is it that you have done so wrong in your life that you believe you are unworthy of love, even from yourself, let alone other people? And when you can go in and pinpoint those and then dive further into them as to, okay, what really happened? What was really going on in your life? What choices or options did you have? What caused this to happen? What caused you to think this way? What caused you to feel this way? Because a lot of it's in childhood. And influences and and words spoken by others. The way you're treated by others. Like you said, the way you're raised. You see how your parents interact with each other, your grandparents. And that's how you are in, in programmed right. to believe. So you think that's the way you should live. When in reality, they were kind of messed up too. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, that's again, you have to go, when you're doing the forgiveness and the healing work, you have to go back to that point of compassion. Right. Of, okay, I don't love myself because I feel like, and this is just an example, you know, I don't love myself because I'm not worthy of love because my parents didn't show me love because I must be unworthy of love. Like, right? So there's an example of maybe you feeling unworthy of love and you not loving yourself is tied to how your parents treated you and that's something you took on as a child. But now as an adult, you can look back and see what was going on in your parents' lives at that time. Right. Not that it was right or wrong for them to treat you the way they did, but what were they experiencing? What were their dramas and traumas that they were unable to work through and allow that to spill over into their relationship with you? And now that you're an adult and you're dealing with adult things of trying to survive and trying to make money and you know trying to provide and, and you feel all that weight and stress and pressure, you know, now can you find just just a dash of compassion right for what they were going through and that's all you need it's just that dash of compassion to say you know what i get it they had a really hard time and they were just unable to love me but that was them that wasn't me i am so much more i can rise above and it's being able to get to that point. And you can do it with, you know, any situation that is involving other people or, you know, where you did something wrong that you shouldn't have done. Like, what were you going through? What were you experiencing? You know, and it's not to find excuses. It's to find compassion for yourself right. so that you can forgive yourself, let it go, and love yourself. Because that's where the real healing comes in. And when you love yourself and you feel worthy of love, it's so much easier to have relationship. It's so much easier f- to let people love you and you love them in return. And I agree with that. And I think where you're going to run into situations with loving yourself is people look at the outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm four-eyed. 
I have crooked teeth. I'm overweight. Mm. I'm disabled. I'm in a wheelchair. Why? How can I love myself? Right. How can anyone love me? So they've done built the looking in the mirror, mm-hmm. plus other people, well, you're ugly. Who's going to, those hurtful words mm-hmm. coming in? Nobody's going to love me. For so many years, they've heard this. Right. And then they've programmed. I think don't look at your outside. Well, ultimately, it has nothing to do with your outside. No. It's uh, your soul, and your soul is in your heart. Mm-hmm. And don't let others crush your soul right. by their words. Well, and again, it's it's going back to going back to those people that really hurt you. Right. You know, and why? Why were they attacking you? Because they didn't love themselves. Right. And that's hard for people to, and I mean, now the dawning and the more spirituality, people coming in, it's like, you know what? There is nothing wrong with me. What's wrong with you? Right. Why do you treat me this way? Mm -hmm. I forgive you. Not for you, but for me. Right. You have the problem, not me. Right. And And it's hard for people to do that. Oh, it is. It is. And I know when I was doing my healing work, like, I had old, old, old shit from being a kid come up that I didn't even realize was still haunting me. Because, you know, I was picked on just like everybody else. Kids can be fucking mean. I mean, that's all They're the cruelest humans on the planet. (laughs) Kids are the cruelest humans on the planet. (laughs) You know, but there again, you never know what they're dealing with at home. And, like... You know, like I shared with you, um, there was this girl that was extremely mean to me, you know, and her family had, quote, money, and mine didn't. And so, you know, it was basically, you're not good enough to be my friend, Mm -hmm. you know. You're not the same level. Right. And that turned into, you know, you're ugly, you're this, you're that, all these things, right? So it was like... All of this stuff combined. And I, and it's crazy to me that I went, you know, 34 years and had no idea how stuck that was in my system and in my belief system and in my chakras. I had no freaking clue that I carried that crap around. Mm-hmm. That I let that girl, I carried that mean little girl and my hurt little girl around for 34 freaking years you know yeah. i mean i don't know i was like maybe third or fourth grade so not a full 34 years but you get what i'm saying like years, years. and i had no idea until i started doing the healing work and unpackaged that it just came to the front of my mind when i was you know going through Do and healing mind. and i was like wow I cannot even believe how long I've held on to that and how much that impacted my life. Right. You know, just how much I love and care about me, my beliefs about money, um, you know, and we'll, I I know we'll eventually get to a a money abundance episode, but there's a lot there to unpack with stuff like that as well. Um, You know, and 
the constantly comparing myself. I remember being in my 20s looking for her on Facebook. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. What is she doing now? What's going on with her? And of course, glamorous, like, right? Like her whole freaking life just looked so fucking fabulous. Well, of course it does. It's fucking Facebook. It's so fake. Right. There right? you go. You know, of course everything is you put perfectly on there what you planned want. Right. <laughs> to show the side Positive. of what right. she wanted people to know. Right. But the bottom line is, if I go back to us as children, why did she feel the need to be so mean to me? Was it because her parents were too busy at home? making their money or doing what they do to love her. Right. So she didn't love herself. And so she, she saw me, you know, little happy go lucky, you know, having me. fun playing in the dirt. Right. Like okay. just doing my thing, being a kid. And like, she's too happy and I'm not happy. I don't love myself. I got to go knock her down. And that's basically what it is. Yeah. Cause I need her to be less than me so that I can feel better about myself. And that was the unconscious programming within her that she pushed onto me and I carried for all these years. And now I'm just like, you know, waking up and doing the healing. And I'm like, wow. I didn't deserve to carry you that many years. Hell no, I didn't. You did not deserve to be carried that many years. Right. And she's not even worthy of me and my time and energy and where I'm at. Right. For me to even give a shit. Right. Like, hell no. Right. Like, okay, your your life is supposed to be so fucking fabulous. I am happy for you. Genuinely happy for you. But now that I'm awake and, and intuitive and I get... I know better. I can feel it. I can sense it. There's a lot of internal turmoil with her that she never healed. But again, not my business. I can't reach out to her and say, oh, by the way, you know, I'm getting that you need to work on these things. Would you like to work together? Because I think I could really, no, I'm not going to do that. You know, that's her journey. That's her path. That's for her to figure out. But I know better, you know. Um, And when you're intuitive, you just know. Yeah. I mean, that's like you can go walk in. I mean, hell, go, you can go to the grocery store. And if you are open and aware enough and just reading the energy of people, you know if they're not okay. Yes. And you know if they are okay. Yes. You and know. You're right. You could just tell. And you it has nothing to do with what the they, way they look, look like. like. What they're dressed, what they're wearing, what they're... And now with everybody wearing masks, you don't know if they're smiling or not. No. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's even more of a test. Well, you read the challenge. eyes. And I, I, I know this is going to sound crazy. I'm kind of torn between the mask wearing because it's harder to read somebody now but now you've learned i'm learning read the eyes look someone in the eyes and read their eyes right so this is a new journey i'm on reading someone's soul through their eyes well and that's definitely 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 a thing i mean yeah i you know it's funny because ever since me and my boyfriend got together like one of the very first things that he said to a friend of mine not even to me was uh, I think we'd been talking like maybe a week at that time and now it's been almost three years but he told uh, my friend I swear she sees straight into my soul when she looks into my eyes we'll see and I think that it's possible I really did oh yeah I totally agree 
Mm. But even just reading the energy or the aura coming off of people too. Mm. You know, even if you can't get to their eyes to see their eyes, you can you can feel that and you can feel the hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's something that everybody forgets is that everybody has been hurt. And it's everybody. Just, yeah, and it's just how much to what extent and what got stuck within their energy, that's the dog, sorry. <laughs> but what got stuck within their energy that is causing them to be so defensive, to have their guards up, to feel like they have to hurt other people or put, put people down for them to feel good about themselves, which is all false. And it, it doesn't ever actually no. work. We no. all know this. No. But yeah, I think it all goes, ultimately, all of this is to say, it does go back to your heart chakra, because that is where we send and receive love, but also the hurts. You know, we always take that hit in our heart when somebody's mean. You hear, they wear their heart on their sleeve. Yeah. Uh, They're tenderhearted. They're too tenderhearted. Well, it's just, if you feel that way about someone, you've met someone, and you're like, they wear their heart on their sleeve or they're too tender-hearted. If you know that's the way that person is, what's happened? Right. That means their heart chakra is off balance, is right. not healed, is not working right. Right. If they cry, like, those pants don't look good on you. And you're not being mean. Right. Those pants don't look good. You need to go change, you know, look a little bit better. Well, they just start crying because you've literally broke their, their heart. heart. Yeah. And you weren't trying to be mean. You were like, thought you were helping. Right. So that person needs healing. Right. They're really in need. Yeah. Because, and I mean, I've done it to myself too. Look in the mirror and be like, oh, you really, yeah, no. And. That's a hard one. I mean, really, I think one of the hardest things to do is to be able to just look at yourself in the mirror without judging yourself and just sending yourself love. It is so, so hard. I remember years ago reading a book uh, about mirror work and it was saying, just go stand in front of a mirror and just see how long you can actually look at yourself in the mirror. Mm. Just time it, 30 seconds, a minute, how long can you stand to look at yourself in a mirror? And that is a really good gauge of how much you really love yourself and how much healing you need. If you can't stand to look at yourself in a mirror for very long without no. all the crap running through your brain, that tells you, you know. And I need to, I'm going to jump in here for yeah. just a second about looking in the mirror. I have a friend or ex-friend, no longer friends. She loved herself too much. She was in the mirror all the time. Always complimenting herself on her beauty. Uh, Mm. Oh, your lipstick looks good today. You know, don't this look good? And then wanting others Mm -hmm. around her. I mean, she carried a compact basically all the time. Right. If she was in her car, it was the mirror above the visor mm-hmm. or the rearview mirror. She was always constantly looking, fixing. And, you know, my eyebrows look good today. I wouldn't have had them 
fixed. What you think? Don't they look good? Don't they look, you know, the, and I, and as far as the heart chakra goes, I think, not that she loved herself too much, it was self-reliant on her own words because nobody else was giving them to her. Well, and it goes back to that seeking approval and needing right. approval. Right. So there's still and, something there broken. Right. Because the mirror was her friend. It was, I look good. I'm, and I mean, she looked in the mirror all the time. Well, how long could she look in the mirror without feeling a need That's to what I'm saying. primp and prep? That's and the difference. And compliment. Could but, she just no, because the look at herself she, in the mirror without mm -mm. getting that urge to correct or fix or change her? No. no. Right. And, and I mean, even if, and I mean, we were really good friends. If we went to the beach together, you know how you have the big mirrors above the dressers? Mm -hmm. It would be, if we were going to go out on, put on the swimsuits and go lay on the beach, it would take an hour and a half. <laughs> because it would be, my hair has to be a certain way. No makeup, because, you know, we're at the beach. But the bathing suit had to be the right. The towel had to be right. And she would look in the mirror and how she was carrying the towel and how she was. And I would be like, I'm going to the beach. When you're done, you come. Right. But all that prepping just to walk out land sand. Wow. And so I've never known her to be able to just look in the mirror and look. And be happy with what she saw. Right. Just as it is. No. Yeah. It was mm. always, I need to do this, or these earrings look better. I need blue eyeshadow instead of brown eyeshadow. And I'm sitting there going, I'm already dressed, ready right. to go. Like, we're going to go, we're going to be wearing sunglasses and sunscreen. Your hair's going to be blowing around. Right. It's not going to matter. Like, just get me on the beach, man. Right. <laughs> and so, Let's I mean... <laughs> I don't think I've ever known her to just look in the mirror and be able to look without, I need to get my eyebrows done. I need to bleach my mustache. I need, I mean, really, just something. something all always, the time. Yeah. Always something. And I mean, uh, that's sad. It is. It is. It is. And it's, there's something broke there. Right. You know, and I, I guess I'm at a point now where, and I'm not, I don't mean that like I'm high, you know, I'm sure other people can understand, but it's like you have compassion for those people. Right. But like, you're so over it sometimes. You're like, right. Yes. Sometimes they're like, you're in their okay, life all the enough time. is enough is enough. Right. But, you know, at the same time, it's like you have compassion. Like, I just wish you could love yourself. I wish you could see you are beautiful just as you are. Like, and it all, and being her friend. I knew where that came from. Being who I am, right? I knew it was parents, mm -hmm. childhood. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of it. That love. She was a big girl. She weighed almost 500 pounds. She had gastric bypass surgery. Lost all this weight. Still couldn't find the love. Right. She was looking, well, my body's not good enough. Nobody's going to love me. Mm -hmm. Or I need to do this to be beautiful so someone will love me. Right. Instead of, I'm beautiful. Right. I'm love. I can love. Right. Because I think, honestly, one of the most attractive things, you know, that a person can do is love themselves. Mm -hmm. Because when you love yourself, you have, 
you radiate that love. It just is the energy that surrounds you and people sense it, people pick up on it. People are attracted to you because you become a magnet and they don't even know why. And There's that brings just happiness. something about you. And love, right. it brings happiness, joy, peace. Uh, there's not that argumentative. It's all positive. Right. It's all positive. And you have this confidence. And you radiate it. Yes. And there's no arrogance. No. That's the difference. Right. You know, you would, you know, give money to somebody needing it standing on the street. Same as you would, you know, help a person whose car wouldn't start, you know, that's driving. Right. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it. it's just that that joy and that confidence and that love that just radiates from you and that is the most attractive thing and i think i mean i could be wrong but as a female i think that is one of the most attractive things to men is a woman who just smiles for no reason because she's just happy you know it doesn't matter if she's alone you know, it doesn't matter if she's just walking down the street. She just has that something. And that something is self-love. Well, and once you get your healing on, mm-hmm. and a, a lot of the ways you could tell that you need to be healed is a lot what we've talked about. Yeah. But, you know, jealousy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. If you're bitter, hateful, lack of empathy. um, greedy uh, yeah. trust issues jealous envious um, if you are uh, have a fear of betrayal or if you're codependent yeah um, and then there's other things you know the physical stuff could be you know high blood pressure or heart disease cancer is one poor circulation respiratory issues thyroid issues yep if your Asthma. neck hurts heartburn <laughs> yes yes heartburn for sure but yeah all those things you know and like if someone is giving you another thing a sign is if someone's giving you their love they're giving you their love mm-hmm. all their love they're mm-hmm. trying to and you dismiss their love Yes. There's off balance here. Right. Because they are giving you love, but yet you're dismissing it. It's, it's You're not open to receive. Yes. So that's something that's got to be worked on. And I mean, a lot of times, as we were saying, if you can't love yourself, how can you love someone else? Right. Because truly love is an equal give and take. You have right. to be willing to send and receive. I mean, that was, that is what makes for the most powerful relationships where you have that confidence and that trust and that communication and without a doubt knowing you are secure. And that comes from being able to send and receive right. the love. And I'm finding going to reveal my age I'm 54 if I had started healing 30 years ago I would not be where I'm at with 30 years of experience or more 50 let's say 50 years 54 years of heart pain heartache 
not knowing how to deal with it why this is happening to me why can't he love me the way he loved her mm. all this jealousy mm-hmm. whereas if I had took care of it as it happened right I wouldn't be so heartbroken when something happened mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't have my heart broke heart on my sleeve so I think if you're young starting now healing what you have and then continuously heal right it's with an time. ongoing process right because if you don't start now and use by the time you're 54 excuse my stomach is rolling mm-hmm. uh, you're gonna have a lot of back issues back stories that right, you've got a lot of stuff to right and I mean life happens it does and you can become very judgmental non-compassionate be like they're playing a game guarded guarded uh, not trusting mm-hmm. because of things that's happened you've got to get the compassion back you've got to get the trust back and that comes from doing the healing. and that comes from doing the healing yeah. you've got to get rid of the jealousy why be jealous be happy for that person right yes okay if I remember parents saying keeping up with the Joneses I don't have to keep up with the Joneses I'm happy in my space right well and even when it comes I think to love life situation if you've done the healing work right and you love yourself you're gonna be so open and the energy is gonna be able to flow so easily you're gonna be able to tell right off if somebody is right for you or not, if somebody is being genuine or not. Right. And at the end of the day, you don't need their love. Right. Because you love yourself, you know, but you'll well, also have compassion for, you know what? This isn't right. I really hope you find the right person. It's not working. I really wish you the best. Right. But I have on. to step away. And then also when healing the heart chakra, you'll finally be able to deeply, compassionately understand falling in love Mm. with someone. And it will be an awakening moment of, this is what it is. Right. To love myself and be in love with someone. Right. And that will be a shift. Right. A positive. Right. So, I mean... You have to love yourself unconditionally. Well, and even... And non-judgmentally. Yes. Yes. And even if you're already in a relationship, like, I know I have a lot of healing to do. Like I said, we've been together almost three years. Next month will be three years. And, yes, we we fell in love, you know, almost immediately. And we both knew that right away. But... I can't speak for him. I can only speak for myself that I know I had a lot of healing work to do. But, you know, a lot of people, I think, tend to find that once the love isn't fresh and new anymore, right, and you get into your your day-to-day routine, right, that, you know, it's like all the early lovey-dovey feels and all that is kind of gone. It's just not there. But what I've been finding is I've been going through and healing myself and continuing the work uh, on healing, especially loving myself more, truly, 
that it's coming back. It's still there and it's present a lot more often than not. Like I can be working and all of a sudden, like I just think about him and I'll be filled with those love feelings all over again. And I'll, you know, message him, you know, Hey babe, just want to say I love you. And you know, or I'll get that hit of randomly, like a love flow will come in and I'll, then he'll text me. I hope you're having a great day, baby. I, I love you. You know, so I, even if you're in a relationship and have been in a relationship, you know, you, still doing your healing work is going to open you up even more oh, for all of that love to flow, flow again and be more open and, and get more of that happy, giddy, you know, early on love back. And like, you know, you've got to be open to receiving mm-hmm. and to giving. Yes. You know, don't think receive, receive, receive. And I was just sitting here and this dropped in. We were talking about the mirror. Mm-hmm. I'm switching. Look at the mirror. I love you. But then you're going to have this drop in yourself, drop in and say, why? Mm. Said, because I love you. And answer the question. Then you're going to have self, you're not worthy. And then you say to self, listen, I am worthy and I'm not going to deal with you. See your way out of my brain and out of my heart. Right. Because you're going to have to have that conversation with self. Right. And you're going to have to say, self, back off. You are not going to bring this negativity to me. If you can't be positive, then leave me alone. Right. Well, that is has to be done yes I agree completely and I struggled with that as well and going through you know all this healing and process and it's still a process um, some things that I have learned along the way as far as that goes is you really do have to learn to master your mind mm-hmm. and you really have to build up that discipline within your mind that when you find yourself running down streams of thought that are negative or if you're replaying out scenarios that are negative or if you're even projecting negative scenarios into the future you have really got to learn to say no I am not investing my thoughts and my energy into that I'm cutting it off now and literally switch your switch it off in your brain you know and some things that can help with that is just telling yourself no and then envisioning a light switch and cutting it off we're done with that Um, because ultimately if you want to be your best self if you want to be the most powerful magically speaking even you have got to master your mind and what you allow your mind to do when it is unmonitored. Correct. What is the programming running in the background? What are the thoughts running in the background? And a good example of this, um, I guess it was Thursday. I was coming home from picking up baby girl and I had all these like negative future scenarios running through my brain. You know, you, you know how you just think about stuff like, oh, well, well what well, could happen? Was that the whatever. day you ordered the 
uh, oils for... No, no. Because I, I was think thinking so. maybe you were thinking about the business or what the. No, you know. it didn't have anything to do with the business. It was okay. just random, totally freaking random. But it was like worst case scenario thinking, ah. which I was really, really bad for, really, really bad for everything. Worst case scenario thinking, and that's really negative trap to get right. stuck in. But I was projecting all this negative stuff in the future, and I was like, "Whoa!" Like it just hit me. Like, what are you doing? Why am I thinking about this? I this is not even where did it come from? Right. This has this is nothing I want. This has nothing to do with me and my reality that I'm creating. This is this is no. No. Right. And I just said I'm not doing this. I'm not thinking about this anymore. And goddess, I need help. I don't know where these things came from, but I want them swept away and gone because I'm not putting my energy and focus into that worry. Right. Yes. And um it helped like instantly it was swept away and then and I started it. thinking about the business and you know the, the products Positive. of things that we're working on and yes and then the flow came back and the magic came back and everything felt so good like yes we're gonna you know work on the stuff we're working on I don't want to spill the beans too much about it but like got really into the flow and, and feeling that and feeling the, the magic the with good. it and, right 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 so you really have to learn to be in control of your mind. And notice when it comes in and stop it and not, not build on it. Right. Don't invest in it. Yes. Exactly. It can take you down a rabbit hole. Oh, so fast. So fast. Yeah. We, and, you know, a little bit of, you can do a little bit of spell work, you know, banish those, those things from yourself, yeah. you know. Um, it can be so simple as to just a little sheet of paper, write your name and birth date, and I banish all negative thoughts that are not, uh, that no longer serve me and are no longer for my highest good. You know, and then you just light your little black candle, a tea light, doesn't matter, put it on top, set that intention, send that up, you know, light that candle and see if it doesn't help. And even if it just makes you more aware of the thoughts in your mind, right. so you can start cutting them off Cut and them you can off. stop running in that, that negative stream, of, you know. And I mean, even in everyday life, if someone is being negative towards you, you have the right to say stop. Yes. You're being negative. I'm not going to deal with negative. I want to look at the good side of this situation. Right. And yes, I have a flat tire. It's a bad situation. But do you know what? I could change that flat tire and a new tire will be put on and I could still drive the car. Right. Don't let small things, that may be a big thing for some people. Right. But it's still just a small thing. It's a thing. And you just handle it. Handle it. Don't let carry that with you. Right. Don't let that worry embed itself. Well, now i got to buy a tire. Well, where's the money going to come from to get the tire? Everything always works out. Right. Well, and the biggest thing, too, is don't forget, you are not alone. No. You are always fully supported in spirit. So it's, you know, when you're doing this healing work, call on your deity. You call on God. Call on goddess. Call on spirit, source, whatever you, whoever, whatever you work with. Call on them to help in this healing process, and you will be given the help and the assistance. And you, I mean, 
I call on goddess all day long. It don't matter what it is. It can be something small yeah, and simple. Like, help me now. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, goddess, please. Goddess, please. You know, like. Yeah. And, and she helps. She answers. She responds. I mean, I've really got myself into the habit of instead of going into the negative, I call on goddess. Instead of running down what could happen, fear, doubt, worry, worst case scenario thinking, I call on goddess. Mm-hmm. Like and that's that my go-to now. Everything. Yes, that, that, and everything has shifted for me. Right, and and that's what we want everyone to do: right. shift and stay magical. I mean, this is right. the witch source. We are inviting you to bring that magic into your healing. Bring that magic daily into your life because it will make a difference. It will shift the energies. Right. Now, to start healing, I'm going to let you know that the heart chakra, its element is air and its color is green. And the meaning is of the heart chakra is, I hope I'm saying it right, Anahata. Oh, yeah. No, good luck with that. The mantra. I don't, I don't even know. And its meaning is unstuck. <laughs> unstuck. Uh, the senses is touch and the affirmation is I love you uh, and this is just a rundown of some of the information information you know the essential oils you can use is eucalyptus cedarwood pine especially like for aromatherapy too mm-hmm. you know yeah rose jasmine lavender lemon uh, the stones are uh, Whitney's going to do this. Uh, cat's eye is a great one. Um, your rose quartz, fuchsite, labradorite, serpentine, amazonite, uh, alexandrite, moss agate, which I really love my moss agate. Um, and jade is a great one. Okay, watermelon tourmaline. And I've not personally worked with watermelon tourmaline. But I've heard a lot of really good things about it when working with the heart chakra. Um, Malachite. I absolutely love malachite. It's a beautiful green stone. Um, But I will caution you that you want to work with malachite in a tumbled form. If you have malachite in the raw form, you need to make sure that it is up. It is put up somewhere safe and protected because malachite dust is toxic. So you don't want to be breathing the dust. You don't want to handle a raw malachite piece and then go eat and ingest that dust. So anytime that you're working with a a raw piece of malachite, you need to go wash your hands. Same thing with um, azurite and the uh, malachite-azurite combination. So anytime that's in its raw form, make sure you wash your hands, keep it away from children. Um, Don't let children touch it. I went in a rock store once and they had raw malachite in a box and there were kids with their hands in there. I about lost my mind. I was like, you know kids. Yes. They touch stuff, put their hands in the mouth. And that stuff is toxic. It's very, very toxic. I went straight over to the register the people work in and I said, you need to get that stuff up. That is not safe for children. That dust is toxic. You are hurting people. You need to be more responsible. It just flew all over me because those kids. Did they do that? Oh, yeah. They were like, oh, my gosh. Okay. You know, and and they went over and they picked up the whole box and all the pieces and they took it in the back. I was like, that does not need to be where people can touch it. Yeah. No. It just, it upset me. (laughs) 
Well, I mean, you know the properties. You know. Yeah, right. And I mean, the kids, man, the kids. Um, sorry. So so off. Anyway. Squirrel. Never mind. <laughs> it was a squirrel. Uh, green tourmaline and emerald. Those are also uh, good ones. And another thing, um, the heart chakra itself is green. And it is located in the center of your chest, kind of behind your breastbone. Um, and you can also work with pink you know, your pink and your green stones, you can work with the pinks too, even though the chakra itself is green, um, you can still do the, the, um, the pink is good too. Right. And, uh, and also, you know, green foods. Now, come on. We know how many green foods there are. We've got lots. lettuce, cabbage, <laughs> kale. Yeah. All, uh, tur- you know, turnip greens, all your greens, um, green apple, green beans, uh, asparagus, lime, zucchini, leeks. I'm not going to name every green vegetable. Right. There's the lots green, of them. There are lots of them. But the color green, I want you to think about this. It When you look at green, it is supposed to be calming and soothing, mm. which you want your heart to be calm right. and soothed. It's Green is harmony and balance, peace, um, kindness love i associate green with healing when i'm doing energy work and i see green green tells me that there is a need for healing um and this is just me personally you know i don't i don't know i do my own form of, of energy work and healing but when i see green that tells me that there is a need for healing there's something going on there that needs to be growth renewal renewal also it's and i mean when your heart chakra is healed it just flows with love abundantly there's no more that jealousy it's no more uh, corrupted Mm -hmm. it's just flowing peacefully and easily and not just for yourself but for others and the world right yeah and it's funny. I mean, just a little tidbit out there. Sorry, that was my puppy. Um, a little tidbit. You know, if you think about what else is green? Money. Earth. You know, so <laughs> yeah. if you, if you, I just want to drop that little seed that, you know, it's, it's very possible that your self-value and how you love yourself can be reflected in your abundance monetarily um, there is a link there so again when you are healing your chakras and you are healing yourself you are healing so many things on so many levels that you are probably not even aware of until the good starts showing up in your life and quit saying i don't deserve this exactly now if it's bad (laughs) but but good right you deserve everything good and abundant that comes to you. Yes. Yes. And count your blessings. Yes. Thank, be thankful for your blessings. Yes. Oh, and that's the other thing. Yes, I constantly call on Goddess, but I am constantly thanking Goddess as well when she, you know, does help me and she does provide and she does show up. And even the things that she now does for me without me even having to ask, I still give, you thanks. know, praise right. and thanks for and gratitude because it's so, so important. Um, there was just one more thing I wanted to add. So you guys probably saw the post about 
think of somebody you love unconditionally. Think of them, think of how much you love them, and then turn that love on yourself. Mm. Because that is the type of love you want to have for yourself. And that is actually um, a practice that you can use when you are working on this, this healing work. No, you cannot have my coffee. Um, you know, is, is sit, meditate, focus on that feeling of love. And then when you are turning it on yourself, you know, feel it in your heart center. Feel that love push through your heart center and then spread it, push it through your entire body and then push it even more into the space around you, three feet around you, and then push it again to fill up the room and you keep pushing and expanding that love energy and that's going to get you vibrating at the point in which that you can really start to heal and shift things and love yourself and love other people and people will see this yes they'll feel it not only see it yes. but they'll feel it wow what's going on with you you're so yes and that's when you say let me tell you right you need to do this right this is the healing that this will. is the sharing yeah and if everyone could share their healing experience and get someone else to heal mm -hmm. and then other people share it's going to grow to where the people you surround yourself with are so full of love. Right. Then you're so full of love being, being surrounded by them. Mm -hmm. Your world is going to shift to even more happiness. Exactly. Because as you're healing and you're raising your vibration, the people around you are unknowingly having their vibrations raised as well. And they're going to have you know, things start coming up for them as an opportunity for them to heal. And because you are at a higher vibration and you've lifted them up to a higher vibration, they're going to be much more easily able to heal the things that are starting to come up within them to be healed because right. you raise the vibration. So when you think about like me, I don't think about changing the world. That's overwhelming. Oh. But I think about changing myself, mm -hmm. healing myself, sharing my journey, sharing my vibration. Um, and I just start seeing the effect of that and how it is affecting the people around me. And I know that as they're healing and they're growing and their energy is expanding in light and love, that the people they go home to, they're shifting as well. And it just continues to to grow Expand. and that's how you change the world by just loving yourself taking care of yourself healing yourself you. you have a much bigger impact right. than you realize you really do that can affect the world yeah yeah so i hope we've given you guys some um things to work on and focus on and to help you heal do that mirror work you know tell yourself you know you love yourself in the mirror work on being able to just sit with yourself and be with yourself when you look in the mirror and you know work through go back pinpoint the things where you what makes you feel unworthy why do you believe that is it time to shift that belief and let it go to better serve you and your highest good um, and then if you need help again with feeling that love vibration think about that person you love unconditionally it can be a pet it can be a family member it can be a child it can be a place that you went to that you just were full of love for you know um, 
a memory of just being filled with complete love and joy and expanding that feeling. So we hope that you guys can use those tools um, and work on, on healing. And we would love to hear from you. If you have listened to the other podcast on uh, the root, the sacral, and, and the uh, solar plexus, mm-hmm. and you've started working on those healings, and now the heart, we want to hear how far you've come. Yeah, we'd what love you've to hear. Healed, what you've healed. Yeah. And uh, What's been please happening? reach out to us and let us know how your progress is going in the healing process of these chakras. Yeah, absolutely. And you guys can find us on Instagram, at The Witch Source. We're on Facebook. Uh, you can look it up, facebook.com forward slash The Witch Source, or just type The Witch Source in uh, and look for our page. Um, we are on Twitter. We're on YouTube. Of course, we're here on the podcast. You can um, reach out and message us at any of those places. You can also email us at thewitchsource at gmail.com. Um, and we have some exciting things going on uh, on the website, which is thewitchsource.com. Uh, there we are working on uh, adding more fun products, good products for um, your benefit and healing. We just released a chakra tea light healing set. Uh, it's a seven set. You get a tea light of each color. We put a lot of energy and intention and, and healing into it for you to be able to heal your chakras. So check that out. That's on there. Um, we're also on Etsy. If that is your thing, you'd rather go there. Whatever is best for you, what works best for you. But check us out. Find us. We're out there. We'd love to hear from you. And like we said, just reach out. We'd love to hear from you. And we hope you have a blessed day. And we will catch you the next time. Next time on the third chakra. So see you then. Bye.